0: What is going on, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Dusty Dines Podcast. I am your host, TJ Pluger, and I have a filling co-host of Alan Peters today because Tucker was at the hospital he might have separated his shoulder. So, Alan, what's up, buddy?
1: Oh, my God. Are you serious?
0: Yeah, he just he just texted me a little bit ago. He was at the hospital, and uh, he said he'll be on in a little bit. I got to send him a message. But today we have... Uh, Former NHL player, current European player Jason Atkinson on right now.
1: Very nice.
0: Yeah, so I'm gonna send him here an invite and then we got some other stuff to uh to talk about. But what have you been up to, man?
1: Everything's good, bro. Are you good?
0: I'm good, man. Just fucking just living, you know. You get the hey COVID the COVID's fucking going away, everything's starting to open up here in in Pennsylvania hopefully, they signed a fucking law or something with the Senate
1: Yeah, you guys can do stuff, we can't do stuff here in New Jersey yet You
0: can start to do stuff, you can have gatherings right? No, uh, no,
1: no, I can fuck myself, but it doesn't do me
2: justice
0: No, I I don't know, but uh, ladies and gentlemen, Jason Ackerson, what's up Jace what's up bud? How are you boys? Good, good, thanks for uh, taking the time out to uh, speak with us.
2: Yeah, no problem thanks for having me
0: no worries. Uh, first, I just want to, you know, I want to I talk about your, your junior career. You started out in the C J H L with the Cumberland grads, then made the switch with Kitchener in the OHL. What was, what was the change for?
2: Uh, you know, at the, at the time, I didn't get drafted my first year in, uh, in the OHL, so I decided to go junior A. I did uh, pretty well my first year and thought I was going to go to school. Had a couple of schools lined up that I was going to. And then the uh, next year I went back. I think uh, I, I had a good line I was playing with Eric O'Dell and we were doing pretty well. And I think we had something like 65 points in 30 games or something like that. And yeah. I think it really just came down to A, did I want to go to school? And B, did I want to push myself to go somewhere else? And I, you know, I kind of felt like taking that leap and, and giving myself that opportunity and talked to my family and thought it was the right play.
0: Nice. And then like, what what made you click with uh, the Kitchener Rangers? Is it just just the style of play, or is it just
2: yeah being natural to you? I don't know. Like I mean, obviously it wasn't easy at first. I know when I went in there at first, I wasn't playing much. Um, I walked onto a you know a pretty good team. I think they were ranked like first in the CHL when I was when I came in there. But um, you know, just kind of worked my way on. I, I had to kind of change my game a bit just because I wasn't put into a first line and roll right away and. Um, you know, then as my career went on with Kitchener, I just kind of, you know, tried to adapt my game in, in different ways. And, um, you know, luckily uh, I was able to make it work for me.
0: Nice. And fast forward, you signed you signed your first entry-level contract, three years with the Flyers as an undrafted player. What was that experience like?
2: Yeah, that was pretty cool for me, um, you know, uh, being a free agent and, and having the year that I did that that year. Um, you know, I was never drafted, and you know, people told me it was, you know, too small or whatever it was. And being able to sign a pro contract for me was was real cool. And and I know my whole family was excited about it. And um, you know, it was kind of surreal at the time. And you know, looking now, it's been ten years. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty crazy, but uh, yeah, it was pretty awesome.
0: Nice in it. Four twenty-seven. <clears throat> Excuse me. 2013 you're in your hometown you went back bar on Craig Anderson like did you did you did you honestly think you were going to go back bar as you turned and threw the puck to Drew on that play
2: no I mean (laughs) when you when you give when you give Claude a a semi breakaway, you expect him to score right (laughs) so no I had had no clue I mean uh, you know there's so much emotion going on in that game and you know in my hometown with everyone there and I knew uh, I knew all my buddies were there, so I knew if I was going to score, I had to do <laughs> it early because they won't remember the last part of the game.
0: Second shift too, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> insane.
2: Yeah.
0: And then, like speaking, you know, like of Claude and everything, did you find yourself in Philly asking guys like Claude and Voracek questions as a rookie, like picking their ear to do certain things in NHL?
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think uh, you know, I was pretty lucky. I was pretty fortunate. I've known Claude since. Uh, I was about, like, 13 years old, and, you know, he's from Ottawa, and, uh, you know, we worked out together and trained together, so I was pretty lucky to have him as a friend there and yeah. someone to lean on a little bit, just, you know, he could see my nerves and stuff like that, and getting to play on the line with him was also pretty cool. So, you know, those guys were all great guys, and Voraceks and other guys, and an unbelievable dude, just, you uh-huh. know, a real nice guy, takes everyone under his wing. So, um, yeah, I was pretty fortunate, I think.
0: Nice. And then what was your, what was it like, Playing in the fan base for Philly,
2: well, I was awesome. I mean, uh, I I loved it. the fan base there is amazing. amazing. Um, you know, they they let you know when when you're not doing well. And they'll yeah, they let you know when you're doing well. You know, it's it's one of those things. But um, you know, I respect them, love them all, and um, you know the the time that I spent there and in the playoffs and everything. It was uh, it was real cool.
0: Now talking about your time your time with the Flyers, you know, you were there with the Hextall era, with the rebuild, like what the hell happened with that and you know i i I don't want to be like a fanboy here but you know like i i i was i was a big fan of yours you know when you when you played and you know you you had 13 games that season and like i was pissed off like a guy like your style playing in that system you know what, what the hell happened
2: i mean you know it's it is part of the game and it's stuff that happens and i think that year um I played I played one game. I think it was the last game of the season I got called up because I wanted mm-hmm. to sit some guys. And then uh, Barube decided that he liked me in the lineup. And I remember walking into the rink and, you know, the lineup was on the board. And I was like, ah, oh, it's just from last game. Obviously, I'm not playing. <laughs> I played one game. Yeah. I'm not playing against the Rangers here. And um, You know, it turned out I was. And, uh, you know, I thought I did pretty well for myself in the playoffs. And, um, you know, the next year I had a pretty good camp. Made it out of... uh made it out of camp and, um, then I was playing about like three minutes a game and I don't know for, for myself, I find it hard, but you know, there's no, no, no real excuses there. It's just mm-hmm. part of the game. And, um, you know, maybe if I got a couple lucky bounces, things would have turned out differently, but
0: absolutely. And then can you tell us, us and the listeners, what made you choose your path to play overseas?
2: Um, I think just at that time, I think it was just, I think I was ready to go. I mean, I went at at first to Russia and realized I wasn't ready to go (laughs) and, um, you know, just, just giving up, not giving up on the dream, but, you know, um, realizing that maybe you'll be able to make some more money playing somewhere else. It's, it's a hard thing to go through for sure. And, Mm. you know, you, you go through a lot of things and. In your head, just wondering whether you should do it or shouldn't do it. And,
3: yeah,
2: you know it was hard, and you know also with the with the vet rule in the HL now, it's it's harder for older guys to stay around. I'm saying older guys. I would think it was 25 and I was a vet. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that that vet rule, you know, it, it's tough on older guys for sure. Because you see a lot of guys that are deserving of jobs, but uh, they they're not allowed to get not allowed to play there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean,
2: so we'll never,
0: I'm not saying never, never, but you'll never play in North America again, or?
2: Uh, I'd like to. I'd for sure like to. I'd like to, you know, come back here. But, um, you know, where I am right now in Cologne, the the setup's amazing. I mean, we have great fans, our our rink seats, you know, almost 19,000. It's a pretty cool experience, so. Um, you know, I'd li- I'd like to come back for sure one day and and play. Uh, I don't know when it, when that'll be or if I'll have the opportunity to be, but we'll see.
0: Now, talking about you know the team you're playing with now, can you tell us the difference between Euro Hockey compared to NHL? Some people might not understand.
2: Yeah, I think well, mostly just the ice, right? Um, yeah. But in Germany, the way the way I try to explain it is. Um, you know, maybe it's – German hockey is kind of similar to AHL maybe when I left it, you know, five okay. years ago or whatever it was. Um, you know, I know now the AHL is – it's all young kids with speed and skill. And, you know, I, I even look at the young kids now that are in the NHL and doing toe drags in the neutral zone. I remember if I did that, there I don't think I'd see another shift. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's cool to see now because, you know, the, the skill in these guys is coming out and it, it's showing – it's good for the game. It's good for the fans. It gets everyone a bit more excited. You see, you know the young kids like Matthews and Dave, McDavid and, and McKinnon. Like these guys got some flash, and, and it's fun to watch.
0: Absolutely, and I mean, like you, you're that type of player as well. With the flash, is there a lot of that over in in, in the Euro Hockey as well, or is it just straight speed?
2: Yeah, I think it's uh, it's a little bit of both over there. I mean, mm-hmm. um, in, in Russia, it was a lot. It was a lot of one on one. I felt it was it was more you know if you have the pocket you're going into the zone you're trying to beat that guy one on one almost every time. And um, Sweden Sweden was a bit different. Sweden was a little bit more like soccer, a little bit more defensive, a little bit more team oriented. And then I'd say Germany's probably the closest North American hockey that you'll find over there. Jesus. And you know what? What would you tell young
0: kids now to want to play professional hockey, knowing what you know now?
2: Uh I'd say just have fun with it make sure you have fun i mean i I saw a lot of guys go through it, and a lot of guys took it like a job, and you know they're they're in the league for a few years, and then that's it, and they're done, and they don't want to do it anymore just because of there's so much stress and stuff and you know if you If you find yourself going to the rink every day and it's not fun yeah i mean then then it's that's the point why we do this right We're lucky and we get to play a game that we love, but you know if you start to not love it, then that's when the problems start creeping. in.
0: Now going back to the question I asked you about, you know, uh, picking you know Claude's brain and Voracek's brain, and you know, do yeah. you use that? Do you use that kind of stuff over with your team now with the younger guys?
2: Uh, for sure. I think you know, I, I try to I try to help guys out as much as I can. I think I'm more of a guy that you know tries to just lead by example and, and do you know show them things on the ice that I can do and maybe they can use it in their games. Um, you know, I like to I like to teach guys uh, where to be. Than, you know where 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 I like them to be anyway, so that they can yeah. have a good scoring opportunity and things like that. But you know, another game is so crazy, and, and all these kids coming up are, are so good that you know they they don't really need help with the skill stuff or the skating stuff. Uh, you know, it, it's more other stuff, whether it's off ice or, or mental games. You know, it, it's 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 definitely a different game than it used to be.
0: Absolutely. And then, uh, what have you been doing to stay in shape and get ready? You know, with this quarantine going on.
2: Yeah, it's tough. I. uh actually i bu- I bought a bike uh, stationary bikes started biking, got some kettlebells. Um, fortunate enough, our trainer actually has a outdoor gym in his backyard, so there's been a couple of us training but um yeah it's been tough <laughs> it's been tough. I bought some Mars blades I'm gonna put those on okay. my skates maybe and skate around
0: now are you up in, you're up in Canada now right
2: yeah I'm in ottawa
0: nice and the rinks are they open at all or no?
2: We we have one rink open and uh, it's it's pretty wild, man. So you have to you knock on the door. Yep. There's a guy standing there with masks and gloves, and they have caution <laughs> tape everywhere. They they guide they guide you down the stairs into the room. There's five squares where everyone can sit. Yep. You, oh, you got to get dressed in your car too. Jesus. And then Christ. you walk you walk in you walk into the, <laughs> the rink. You have to take your stuff onto the bench. Then they bring you into another room afterwards, and then you walk out. No showers, nothing. Um, so it's definitely, it's definitely different.
0: Jesus Christ. It's like a home dressing. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. So the, I haven't done that since I was like 10 years old. <laughs>
0: and then, uh, what, what's your intake on this 22, 2014 playoff format in the NHL?
2: I think it's pretty cool. I mean, um, the, the playing thing I think is going to be cool. I think it's going to be really intense. And, you know, I think it's, I think it's good because it gives, you know, teams an opportunity to make the splash where maybe they weren't expecting to, you know, and, Going right into playoffs, you know how it is with hockey. Anything can happen on any given day, and especially when guys haven't played games in, in three months or whatever it's going to be. At the end of it, it's, I think it's going to be pretty wild.
0: Absolutely. And then my last question for you is: Who do you have winning the cup, and why?
2: Who do I have winning the cup? I don't know. I think <laughs> uh, I think Vegas is going to be a pretty good team to be messing with, and uh, you also can't really can't really go wrong with. Obviously, my boy Claude in Philly, and then yeah. <laughs> I think uh, I think Bo- I think Boston might be pretty good too. They have a couple weapons.
0: Nice, but uh, that's that's all we got for you today, Jason. Thank we appreciate you for coming on, and uh, it means a lot. Thank
2: you guys, thanks for having me. Yep, thanks. Take care. Bye.
0: Yep did you Did you like that last comment there, Keish?
2: Oh yeah, no,
4: You know, like, <laughs> I what do you want me to say? Like, <laughs> He's he's legit boys with uh, with Drew. I mean, I guess that's pretty cool, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> did you uh, oh did you get the update God. on
0: Tucker? Tucker here, he was in the hospital.
1: What?
0: Uh, supposedly, he separated his
1: shoulder. Oh my gosh, what was he doing? Yeah, was uh, he fucking or was he not fucking? Because if uh, he was fucking, then it's okay.
0: Probably not.
1: Damn, really?
0: No, probably not. You know. Was
1: he? Damn. I'm
0: gonna send him an invite here to get him one.
1: Yeah, come on, Tuck. You know what I realized? He has the greatest name in the world, yo. Tuck her hammer. That's ah, it. <laughs> that savage as fuck. Key uh, oh, Keisha, yeah. have you ever talked to Alan? Yeah, we no. had we had a conversation one Wait, time, you Yeah, Alan? yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was I was uh, I was taking part in activities and y'all overheard the activities. Oh, that okay, All right. <laughs> we shared we shared small talk, it was uh, fine. Nice uh, all right don't worry bro when i see you this bud's for you you feel me <laughs> oh.
0: but uh I, we got we got some i gotta i have a question here from a parent and i have to wait for tucker to go on because it has to do with building <laughs> <laughs> so i have i have to i have to wait for him but uh that, that's a definite must with a Tucker. But um, – and then I saw a thing. I saw a thing on Facebook. It said two, two of the greatest goalies to wear number 30. And I, I wanted to bring this up with Allen because Allen's a Rangers fan. And the two they picked were Henrik Lundqvist and Marty Brodor.
1: Yeah. Now, yeah, you, just, you, you, know, you know hands down – you know hands down which one I'm going to choose, right? Yeah, Marty. Yeah, absolutely. Because really, and you could have put Richter in that. I mean, you could have put Dominic Hasik in that. Uh, the only one that I would feel like if if he really had a chance, and I am still Marty's Marty's intergalactic. But the only the only one in my opinion, Patrick Wah, Patrick Waugh, the no, only no, no. T- to wear the number thirty. No, no, I know. I'm just oh, saying. Okay, like, okay. In, in, okay. Gen- in general, like even though Richter's not a number thirty, and you put him up to Brodeur. It's right. not even a, Ra- a Rangers-Devils thing. Like, this dude is so no, far galactic. You know, but, uh, I mean, Hen- Henrik can go play in traffic. He could wear number zero for all I know. All how, I, I, know him, but...
0: I know how you feel about Henrik. And, uh, you know, I, I we all know about that. How he fucking pushed you to the side with that bullshit,
3: so.
1: Yeah, well, even just how he treated the little kids. But moral of the story is, is that when you think of the number 30 in hockey, I mean, it, it's almost like Right away, you it's think Marty, of Marty Brodeur. It's Marty. That's
0: it. It's hands that's d- it. It's hands down, Marty. Hands no, down. No hands questions down. asked. And I'm not no question. I'm not there. saying that because my brother-in-laws, you know, my in all loving the Devils. It's this is coming from now.
1: Nah, those marks. This is, They're all marks. This is
0: coming from a Flyers fan. Is you know, and I said this before. Is Landon's first NHL game. I took him the to Flyers and Devils, and Marty Brodor threw a shutout against the Flyers. Lit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just – the guy The guy is unreal. He's just ridiculous. So what's your take on it, Keish?
4: I'm sorry. What was the question? Sorry, my mom called. So I got disconnected.
0: No, it's all right. Yeah. It's uh, – your, your mom's a fucking saint, so she can do whatever Oh, she wants.
4: yeah. Don't tell her that. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> it was two, two greatest goalies to wear number 30. It was Hank and, and Marty.
4: Yeah. I mean – What's your take? I, I was picking those probably my two, honestly. I can't think of anybody that I, I would probably put ahead of those two. I mean, even though Hank doesn't have a cup, I, I don't think that's really his fault. He carried some really good Rangers teams, I feel like.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's definitely his you fault. So? It is his fault. It's definitely his fault. Yeah, yeah Let's, let's, think, let's fault. think
0: about this. And Alan knows as a Rangers fan, when when, when, <laughs> Tor- when Tortorella was in town, he had all of his players blocking shots. Right. So yeah. those guys are blocking shots, and he's not fucking saving the saves he's supposed to make. Come on.
4: I mean, um, t- like I, I look at like 2014 when they lose to the Kings. It's like, dude, they couldn't score goals. Like they get to that series, they couldn't score. Like yeah, they lost dude, them, like, five.
1: Right. Like you got to score goals for him. Like he played well. It's like <laughs> you. Know, <laughs> yeah. Now he's not by no means. I, I shouldn't. And I, I respect your your outlook too. Sean because you're you're nice at the sport but I, I mean, I'm just a bitter old man at this point but statistically I mean he's better than Richter statistically minus a but what has he done so if he
0: he hasn't done anything
1: I know but it's the longevity it's it's that undertaker stature it shit. doesn't it's matter like, I'm never gonna retire and the numbers just keep rolling well, listen,
0: up he has I, I, I don't know his record offhand okay if, if someone can look his record up for me that'd be great but I'm sure he is close He's close to like as many losses as, as he has wins. am I have oh, wow. he's I stay. played for
4: fucking seventeen years or whatever he's played but, for.
0: But it doesn't it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Okay, you look at Brodeur's record. Okay, and he's played through lockouts and everything, and he's
1: still. That's a way better record. Way better record. Yes,
4: like that New Jersey Devils team was so good, and their defensively was so good, playing their, with their trap when they won the Cup and whatnot. Like I mean, like you played a different era. I feel like than Lundqvist. The Lundqvist came in the era where they're scoring more goals. Where, like Marty played through the, the dead puck era a little bit. Uh... Like 02, like 03 like what are they? What year did they win the Cup? 0-5.
1: No, not – They, oh, won, no. in, they oh, won, won in – They won
4: in 95, 2000, Yeah, so, like, he's coming right through the Three, yeah. Like, they're scoring less goals as a league. So, like, I guess, like – And that team was very good. Like, I feel like Hank probably has never had a defensive team like the Devils had. Are you kidding me? No. I, I'm not a not a, I'm, a, yes. I'm,
0: I'm, a, I'm a Flyers fan, and they've had defensive teams when they had Tornarella.
4: Yeah, but, like, the Devils? Yeah. Like, the O3 Devils? Like, come on now.
0: Dude, you had yes. Ken fucking Danico. Ken Danico on the blue line. Come on.
1: This is true.
0: I mean, like the Scott, 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 of- Scott Niedermeyer was a moving defenseman. He, he was like literally Shane Gossespierre.
4: Oh, I mean, like, I'm not really a racist I wasn't around to really see that. But I'm just going off of like, what I've seen. I'm like, I don't know. Like, Hank, I feel like he's got a lot of the better at right? You're not winning a cup, I don't, I don't really think it's this one. I'd take Hank.
0: Now let me ask you a question. If Hank, and this is for everybody, Tucker, what's up, man? How's it going, Tige? If, 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 um, if Hank's playing out west, say San Jose,
1: does he win a cup? Mm, he might. He might. He might. And that would be the luck of the draw is
0: that he would But I'm would, saying, no. though, with, with, the, with the way they're playing out there, you know, if you substitute Henrik Lundqvist in for, you know, Martin Jones or Dell.
4: Yeah, I mean, I'd probably say they win a cup. I mean, San Jose's had some good teams, I feel like, too. Even when they played Pittsburgh in 2016, they were a good team. All
0: right, I got, I got one for you, Keish. You sub in Henrik Lundqvist for Flurry in Vegas on the cup run. What happens?
4: Okay, at that point, Henrik Lundqvist was what, like thirty-seven. Like, I don't know about that, but did you give Henrik Lundqvist like twenty-twelve Lundqvist?
1: Probably.
0: Dude, Yager's like fucking ninety years old, still tearing it up. I don't want to he hear it. Play
1: over in the checklist. Yeah, but his daddy owns a building. When your dad owns a building, it's a lot easier to play. You know what I'm saying? True, but I mean it's. He is the but he is old <laughs> as hell playing, and he's still at a high caliber. High caliber of talent. Listen, so. I can't stand the guy.
0: Couldn't stand him. You know what I mean? And, and I mean, yeah, I, I feel – do I feel bad for the guy? Absolutely that he doesn't want a cup. But he's not, you know, the king like everybody says.
1: Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. He just – in my opinion, he has his stats because of his longevity. Absolutely. 100%. Because Richter, Richter did everything and won a cup in five short And I liked Richter. Not because he's
0: from Philly – I liked Richter. Richter was a good goalie.
1: He, but he was good. I mean, he, he, he was an American-born player who had, is one of the better American-born America. players.
3: All right. Now, Mer- now Mer-
1: Fug, yeah.
0: first and foremost, Tucker, how are you? I'm doing well. Secondly, can you play Xbox with your arm? Yes.
4: Let's go. And third,
0: And third, I have a question from a parent. It is, what are our thoughts on building? And I wanted to wait for you to get on here. Okay. For the billeting question.
3: Okay. <laughs> My-
0: <laughs> I don't even know where to begin on this one.
3: <laughs> I mean, it kind of um. depends. I mean, obviously, if you're living in, the, in an apartment like we did, it's going to be pricier, and you got to buy your own food and shit. you live with a billet, and you got almost like uh, parent-like figures there, kind of keeping it yep. up at all times. Making sure everything's alright. Yep, make sure you're well and taken care of.
4: Yeah. And I really <laughs> depends too. I feel like more billets are a little bit more hands on than others, maybe. Like they Absolutely, a absolutely. Bit more
0: Absolutely. I feel that they're more hands on and you know they, they it's almost like I you're gonna I don't have, know if they stroke if they sorry. stroke your ego when you're playing hockey or anything, but it, it,
3: it I mean, there's not a whole lot really to touch on billeting. I mean, it's whether you want to pay the money or not to basically secure a more at-home experience for for the upcoming season. So.
1: That sounds fun, whatever you're doing. So, he, he's... Who's, who's
3: setting who's, up a robot right now or some
0: shit?
3: Yeah,
1: who's, who's,
3: oh, who's who drilling right now? I have no clue. Somebody blowing up their dolls or
1: what? I, I guess it's the process of elimination. <laughs> who doesn't have a drill in their hand right now? <laughs> That's you, Alan. <laughs>
3: I've got my phone in one hand. Sorry. And
1: I'll, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to just limp
0: with the other.
1: I'm, I'm trying to keep it away from my headphones. So
0: the, the moral of the question here is, I mean, if you're going to bill it, Keisha, I know you're waiting for me to say it. (laughs) If if you're going to bill it, okay, and it's like Tucker said, all right, if your kid's reasonable and 17, 18 years old and they're reasonable to, you know, live on their own, absolutely. Send them. Bill it. You know, it's it's the right thing to do because it's getting them out in the world or they're, they're they're, you know, bonding with teammates. And then, you know, if you have a kid that, you know, you want the more home experience is you you have them, you have them billet with a family. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then if you're billeting with that family, don't do anything stupid where you're going to get kicked out. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I, that, yeah, that's, I mean a, that's the only thing I can tell yeah. you.
4: Every family definitely has rules, and there's definitely do's and don'ts for your billet. And you they'll lay I mean? it out and, for you. And, and,
0: and, and Keyshawn, I'll tell you a lot, you know, two seasons ago, he was in the apartment and then went and went and billeted with. Cindy. Yeah,
4: it was a, definitely a culture shock, uh, a little different.
0: You know what I mean? Like, had more like yeah, kiddos, you know, so uh...
4: yeah, we actually have food. For him, so that was, <laughs> you know, that was different.
0: And then you have on one hand, you know, you got, you know, you got at the apartment, you could stay up as late as you want, doing whatever the fuck you want, as loud as you want. You know, on the other hand, at the house, you have to be quiet, yeah. you know, you have rules and shit like that. You got eight, you know, you know, I, I remember AZ was fucking snapping at fucking three o'clock in the morning eating fucking ice cream at Cindy's. You know what I mean? That's,
3: yeah. it, it,
0: you obviously can be up as late as you want, but, you know, it, you got to have rules on, you're going to have rules. Yeah, on, have uh, rules yeah
4: Cindy was pretty understand. chill too. She like didn't really
0: care if you were up late,
4: just like, you know, don't be screaming at the top of your lungs doing dumb stuff, so. I mean, she was pretty chill about it. But, no, there's definitely going to be different, different rules for different people's homes, you know? Like, you might be required Absolutely. to, you know, sit down and have a meal with them every day and be, a, like, part of the family and have a sit-down. You know what I mean? Like, have a meal or whatever. But some, some billets don't yeah. care. Some billets might leave, just leave food for you. Like, it just – it all depends on the type of billet you get. But I think the biggest thing is, uh, for me, is when you're billeting, especially with a family, is just communication, like, most of the time, they'll be chill. If you're not – if you have, like, say you got a girl or whatever, like, you're going to be there. Like, they're probably going to be pretty chill. about it. Just communicate where you're going. You know what I mean? Like, they are – because at the end of the day, they're responsible for your well-being when you're living in their house. So just let them know what's going on. That's the biggest thing I would say. Tim- 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 Holy the fuck. fuck. Put
0: the drill down, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> yes, really oh, is
4: it, really oh bad. Bad. <laughs> 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 is it really
0: bad? Is it really bad? Jeez, no, it's we So, hear it very, so, very
3: slightly. Very clear.
0: My 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 final my final thoughts on the whole building is, you know, you know, I, I'd send your kid to an apartment if they're old enough to go at it, I'd I'd send them to the building if they're reasonable, but you know, just don't get caught having sex with the billet mom.
1: Yeah, that's probably Oh, come on, why not? Oh, didn't Tucker do one of you guys do that or something? <laughs> lit or is that like oh you weren't supposed to but you did listen 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 I feel like if you did that and whether it's your business or not that's fine I feel like I'd embrace that I would embrace that like I'd walk around with like my shoulders so straightened back and just my chest perked out that I feel like I would be like hey, you'd like yeah I would I would walk young, around Jay. I would walk around in a white <laughs> I would walk around with like a white suit Seriously, I would walk around with, like, a white suit and a parrot on some shit, bro. You banged somebody's mom who's holding you as a guest. Do you know how much winning you're doing? Like, you guys guys don't know how to win in the Midwest. I think you don't know how to win. Oh, man. Come to Jersey for a couple days. We'll just have a milk.
3: (laughs) guys.
1: Oh my savage. Alex, I, I love you, you Tucker. I live vicariously through you. Times,
3: and it's going to be a blast. Uh,
1: oh my <laughs> god. That's excellent. And but it, the only difference is I'm banging in the building. That's fine. Like I said,
3: it's all allegations. <laughs> it's allegedly, allegedly. No
0: all right. So, next question, uh I'm not I'm done opening worms here. Next question is uh I saw I actually saw this, it wasn't a question. It's you know, I saw this on the junior hockey discussion group. Is current junior player receives text from a coach of an NA team inviting them to come to a camp. Right? Player pays for the camp and all expenses. Is this a serious consideration or is this a way for a team to make money? Make money, baby. And we, we we said this before, and I, I you know I wanted to touch on it again. Is now, now now, now, now the time it. is everything's opening up, and now there's going to be camps and mini camps and tryouts and shit like that. Like you can't if if you have an NA team, okay, an NA team, NAHL, North American Hockey League, it's junior, right? If they invite you to a camp, you're getting fucking hosed for money, okay. If they say, "Here, here's a contract I want you to sign, you're on the 30-man roster." Then it's legit. Oh yeah. Okay? You 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 paying for your camp and all your expenses to get there like say you live in you know, fucking South Dakota and they want you to come to fucking Middletown, New Jersey to try out for the Titans or come to a, wow. that's a fucking hike just for, you know, you know the the hand money away. Or, You know what I mean? So if you're – you'd rather just take a fucking dollar – $300 bills, $400 bills, take a lighter and just fucking light it on fire because that's what's going to happen. You're losing your money.
3: Yeah, exactly. Your thoughts, guys? (laughs) That's all it is. You're just paying for the team's travel. I mean, those guys don't pay to play hockey out there. Tier 2, they're not paying to play. If you get invited to a camp through a text or an email – and haven't talked to the team prior to or heard shit from them prior to this main camp opening. You are seriously just putting money in their pockets.
0: Exactly. You know what I mean. And it's again, stuff's gonna start opening up here. And you know, your best bet. And and we said this before. You know, with Keyshawn, and everything. I, I Keyshawn's working out every day. You know, skating, inline skating, being ready. You know what I mean. You got some other kids that aren't doing shit you know what I mean so if you're if you if you get invited
1: I'm not drilling this I got me I'm sorry I'm installing I'm installing air conditioners I'm building shelves right now I'm listening to you guys talk about fucking amazing shit life is good bro. so if you
0: if you get invited you get invited to a camp right and you have to pay for it look elsewhere to get signed OK, because the N.A. camp, I can tell you this right now. N.A. teams, I, I, they most likely don't pay for the ice. They, they have the ice because they have, they have their mm-hmm. own arena. OK, so you the, the money's going in the pockets of the coaches, the owners, the GMs. OK, just the fucking it's a money grab. They're, and we said this before, they're going to take two to three players. That's it. Yep. You'll know find I mean? a few
3: diamonds in the rough there they're, and that's all they're going to take. They're looking for two to three guys, maybe. Maybe to fill it. That's it. That's
0: it. And Tucker, what did
3: what did you want to touch on here? I you had a question. Well, I mean, honestly, like following along with the NHL right now and everything that's going on, everybody's anxious for the restart to happen. And now hearing that training camps are getting pushed back and they're talking seasons not even starting until September, is it even worth continuing at this point, or do you just call it quits and say this season's a loss? I... And,
0: yeah.
1: Call it
0: quick. I'm calling bullshit on the September yeah. start. I am because I saw why Why are NHL guys as of Monday and Tuesday and today skating at their practice? Oh, yeah, positions? I did you that I I Pittsburgh it was now. skating
1: at Yeah. I read like, that,
4: yeah. I
0: yep. saw a picture of, you know, Marchant and Bergeron. They're in Boston. You know,
3: that's just it. That's you know, know what I mean? I, I mean, I, You can get so many different sources on the shit. Some will tell you it's going to start tomorrow. Somebody will tell you it's going to start in July. And some will say September. And just... Yeah. And I mean, nobody that, even really knows. You're right. How so much longer I can... can we keep pushing this <sighs> shit off regardless of when it starts?
0: I can tell you. I said this be So much money. Before,
3: so they're much gonna, if
0: they're starting to skate now Something it, They have the phases in effect I'm telling you Every When this shit You know They finally like, You know Like I said Pennsylvania They they went to the fucking Senate and shit like that I, I forget what they What it was Don't quote me on it But they went Above the governor's head To Reopen everything okay. Right So everything Hopefully by this weekend Is gonna be open Restaurants Bars You know Barbers
1: in Pennsylvania, but listen.
0: I'm telling you, Alan. I saw a thing where you can have a hundred people in a gathering. It
1: yeah, a pro- you could have a protest that is a peaceful protest of a hundred people, but you can't have twenty five people yeah. at your house for a barbecue. <laughs> so you have to have. All right, listen, a do you follow? Barbecue. Do you follow
0: Starchio on anything?
1: All of right, course so I he, do, bro. He, he, a big he, thing.
0: Put, he posted something about it. And I'm, I'm telling you, I, I, I guarantee, because I'm, you know, Robin, Robin, Chris, and they want to come up for, you know, Braden's birthday, and they're coming from Jersey, and they, he was real, you know, weird about leaving the house and everything, but now that everything's opening up, he, he's more than welcome to come here, and he wants to come here. So I, going back to the NHL thing, you know, I mean, I, I, I believe, and I said this before, I, it's going to start sooner than what I think, and then they're going to, we're going to, they're, we're going to be able to possibly
1: go watch games. I, I just have that feeling. Well, 25% capacity. If they do that and they fill half buildings, right, so every yeah. other seat, because they're not going to do every two seats in between people. Yeah. So every other seat, you're going to give – see, it's tough because all of us like different teams from different markets. Now, me and you, TJ, <laughs> our markets are higher up. So they're going to give the dudes in, like, mm-hmm. the garden – who are like Morgan Stanley CEOs who have been season ticket holders for like 40 years, they're going to give them first yeah. dibs, you know, and, and they may not even get two tickets. You may only get, you know, cause we're all just uh, speculating cause we don't even, all of us don't even know obviously what's happening anyway, but you would think, all right, now is every, if you're going to cut a building in half. So now every season ticket holder only gets one ticket yeah. per game. Right. Right. And then how many tickets do you actually get to sell to the building, to the public? Because – and then just imagine the markup now. Because now, man, I'm one of twenty five, thirty thousand 30,000 in the Jets-Dolphins mm-hmm. this year. Are the tickets that are usually face value going to be now double in cost? Because it, now it's a yeah. commodity. Now the guy next to me, you know, I want to go to the game. You know, But this
0: goes like to what Tucker said as well, you know what I mean, is, you know – is it worth it? Actually, I mean, if they start just saying they start in September, when's it? When's the playoffs gonna end?
1: December, right? And I just actually saw something this morning on the reel that they were talking sixteen playoff teams. Now it's yeah, that's that's like three months. I mean, it's
0: I I to me I I you know I'd open everything up. You know, they're starting to open rinks up around here. You know what I mean? It, it you might as well. You gotta open it up because you know. Let's let's be real here. And I said this. I said this before, with you know Keyshawn and Tucker, with all these protests going on. We're, you haven't heard a goddamn thing about spikeage and fucking COVID nineteen,
1: not at all. Yeah.
0: You know what I mean. So you have no. all these, and it sucks. And I said this before. It sucks with all these protests. You know they're having it, with all the situation happen. I feel terrible, but. You have these people shoulder to shoulder running in the city, you know, like touching each other, hugging each other, shit like that. And you haven't heard a goddamn thing about, you know, spikes in COVID-19. So I, that's why I'm saying I, I just I, – I got that feeling that, you know, they're, they're going to come back sooner than what they, they really are.
3: I mean, it would be great to see, but I guess we'll just have to wait it out here. You can get only hope. See what happens inevitably.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Did you have any?
1: No, you have so any I was it. stuck
3: or no? Main thing I wanted to touch on today.
1: I how'd uh, you separate your shoulder? I lot of
3: cleans at the gym, and I just finished my warm up set. I went into the real oh. deal, went up for four reps, and then the fifth one just didn't want to go, and the shoulder popped. The rest is history.
1: Oh.
3: Yes, yeah, so oh,
2: bro.
1: Is it No more beef is it your dog you. hand Dominant,
3: luckily?
2: <laughs>
0: oh nice, nice. The, the, the stranger, the stranger, the stranger. All right, all right. All right.
1: Listen, listen. Sit on the other one until it's dumb and then it's the stranger.
0: I wanted to tell you, uh, Tuck and Keish that that episode we did did you listen to the episode the first the last episode with Keyshawn Allen
1: yeah of course I did you better have Uh, um I did of course a lot a lot of
0: positive feedback you know like you know thank you for doing it you know what I mean and you know it was one of the greatest episodes we had you know what I mean and it to me it, it wasn't it wasn't you know that I don't know what the word I'm fucking looking for you know what I mean? It wasn't for the gratification of doing it. It was to, to put it's a putting a face out. to an
3: actual issue. Making it yeah. a I'll real person. Yes. A relatable person. Somebody who's been through the ups and downs of the game, played at all levels, playing at a junior level, and something that is within eyesight for some of these kids. And then, I mean, just to show that it's there. I mean, we see you, we hear you, and we stand with you.
4: Yeah. No, it's definitely appreciative. it you know, we're definitely appreciative. You know, it just you no know, people like you guys is what makes the world great. You know, you want to hear people's issues and you want to fucking make a difference. So we love that. Hell yeah.
0: No, I've, absolutely. And again, and, and like I said, I, I, you know, it, it's I'm not I, I don't want you know gratification about it. I just wanted to you know, I, I'm very fortunate enough to have a close you know person in Keyshawn of, of you know. A black, black friend, you know what I mean? Is I'm, I'm very, you know, fortunate to have that, you know what I mean? And to get his intake on it and everything to, to spread awareness. You know what I mean? That, that's basically oh, what it what, you know, we wanted to do spread awareness and, and to, you know, listen to his story, you know, coming up in, in hockey, midget hockey, Bantam hockey, fucking hammering <laughs> shit in the background, you know,
1: you know so. how we do, bro.
0: But th- that that's the reason why you know we did it. We wanted to do it, and and you know, and, you know, my wife said to me, you know, are you sure you want to do it? Or you know, you sure you want to you know put that out there and everything? 100. I mean, oh, absolutely, 100. percent. You know what I mean? So, and that's that's why we did it. And you know, thank you again for you know the the feedback from all the the listeners and everything. And it's funny, my buddy, my buddy Aaron Foltz. You know, I played high school hockey with him and everything and you know we played through, all through high school and we played in line together and he he actually he actually told me I guess his cousin's daughter or whatever actually knows That's Keyshawn sick. so it's
4: it, it's a small fuck- I mean like I just, yeah uh, she I does like, underscore juice my Instagram you know go follow me um yeah I love yeah like, I love that so
1: slide in his I'll DM go, ladies please go ahead <laughs> This guy's real good with his stick.
0: Definitely, definitely go with, a, go with his forehand. Good forehand.
4: I think, I think you need backhand too. Yeah, backhand. Backhand. He's good. Yeah, He's only yeah, backhand, yeah, backhand, backhand. Kind of yeah, yeah. We're working on the forehand, you know.
1: Listen, listen. He Fair gives him on. a good stiff forearm, you know what I mean? All right. All right. <laughs>
0: But uh, other than that, and, and it's funny, I'm gonna get here to our our sponsors here, and, and and one of our sponsors is AT8 Hockey, and, and Keyshawn Ashley asked me, he asked me after we got off the podcast one time, and said, "Are you being serious about this stick?" 110 percent, um, uh, hundred a million percent. Uh, it's the best stick I've ever fucking. PJ Plogger certified, you know what I mean. Oh, and, and, it's it, and I tell you, like I and I'm hard on fucking. Sticks Ooh, yeah, you the, take you know, six hundred everything clap and, bombs
4: like a practice probably.
0: And the fucking stick is very durable. The fucking kick point is fucking unreal, right? So if you're looking for a legit stick, okay, go check out AT8 Hockey. Like by far, they got some sick mitts as well, hats, uh, you know anything you need, but. That's the one sponsor we're going to get out of the way, and I wanted to bring this up to you guys as well. Um, Az actually going okay. to is skate really? with Delaware. Delaware Th-
4: is he really?
0: Delaware Thunder, yes. I, I actually got him in there. Like he asked oh, me to reach boy. out to Charlie Penns, and I did. And oh, yeah, man. I know. <laughs> yeah, so you know, I did that. He's been. It's funny because I got a message yo, today. He's like, yo, coach. Yo, coach. Uh, yo, yo, coach. Uh, yo, some shit some shit like that, you know. And uh, he asked me, you know, I guess his visa is yeah. expiring in September and, you know, and shit like that. He's got to get situated with, you know, playing with Delaware and everything. So, I, I mean, and, you know, I, I've been fucking trying with Tucker, you know, with this FHL shit, I mean. If you're an FHL, FHPL team, look up fucking Tucker Hammer. The guy's a fucking <laughs> motherfucking grinder and can fucking play the game. Oh, and yeah. he can score goals too. So, but yeah, I, I, he actually he, he approached me about it. You know, uh, he actually wants to come, he wants me to train him over the summer before he goes. So oh, it's yeah. uh, pretty cool, you know.
1: Just teach him how to make clap bombs. Clap
0: bombs. That kid don't fucking no, shoot, no dog. Don't no
1: shoot. Oh.
0: That kid's all fucking dangle. Oh say
1: that. All so no, dangle no, no, no I've
4: seen. i played with a kid. That oh, kid, AZ's got some mitts on him. That kid's hands oh. are stupid. Hands down. Hands he, used down. Do pra- yeah. he used to I've do seen things it. in you know, practice. He used to do things in practice. I'd be like, oh my.
0: And he got a fucking rough go man with you know going the fucking with yeah. the revolution and everything, and he didn't bo- didn't didn't bond very yeah. well with fucking whoever's fucking moving around stop moving around, please, or fucking breathing into their phone that'd be Alan. Alan, are you fucking moving around
1: okay no I'm chilling i mean i got my okay. my fans on, but i'm not... um
0: yeah, he got a rough go with the rev and not not a clicking with the coaching right, staff and everything, and that and that and that happens, you know what I mean, and that happened with you know play with uh, one of the Inglings. The Ringlings were supposed to go there, to, and that, it sucks because two good players got you know overlooked, you know, from playing playing with a good organization. You know what yeah. I mean, and it, it sucks. So, but. Other than that, you know, we got the, the AT8 out of the way. also want to mention uh, Case Kings. Case Kings is uh, one of our new partners here with phone cases. They actually, uh, they're actually doing uh, NHL players as well. And if you want to go check them out, go check out Case Kings on Instagram at Case Kings. And if you're going to buy one, use the promo code SK104. Uh, that'll give you a discount from us. And uh, we also want to give a shout out. And huge thank you to uh, Goodwood Hockey as well. They've been with us since the beginning here, and Kelly and John Schiabo are doing a great thing, giving back to the game. Uh, go check them out on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, and also we want to thank Ink oh. Gurus. Uh, six shirts, six hoodies. Great quality. Uh, go check th- great quality. Go check them out on uh, Instagram and Facebook at, at uh, Ink Gurus. They got good shit, man. You get your shit, you know, they made it for us on a Monday, incredible. we got it on a Thursday. So <clears throat> you know, and fucking unreal, unreal shit here and I feel like I'm fucking forgetting somebody um, again.
3: Um Bear Beers. No.
4: Awesome. <laughs>
0: but other than awesome. that, but other than that, guys <laughs> But other yep, I haven't you know, and listen, I'm not gonna knock Bear Beers. Bear beers great fuck great product, you know what I mean? And you know, it's I I haven't heard anything from those guys, and you know they stopped oh, you know promoting right. our stuff. So I mean, <laughs> it's time t- time to move on. You know what I mean? You don't want you don't want to ride with ride with the boys. Get left. In the you get you, get, the, you get dropped off in you know the kind con- get, You get dropped off in the city. You know what I mean? So, but other than that, again, we want to thank you guys again for listening. You know, we're sorry about the delay here. You know, it's we're just we're trying to fucking lightning. Holy shit. Trying to spread trying to spread things out here, you know what I mean, with episodes and everything. And uh, you know, we next I think the next episode we're gonna have uh Rico Fada on. No. You know, Rico Fada cheat Keishes <laughs> get the fuck out of yes. here. Fucking Yeah Dude, he's a fucking he's yeah, a fucking so my, penguins yeah, guy
4: boy,
0: yeah. <laughs> fucking Rico fucking fada that year. Clearly, before you... you guys yeah, are yeah, fucking right, beautiful. There,
4: well, must have been. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, before was, fucking Crosby was,
4: came to town. I would not cheer for the best man in the world, but... <laughs> I know, dude. He's fucking number 28. I imagine. imagine yeah, remember that time when they... <laughs> imagine. Yeah, imagine, yeah, imagine, yeah. yeah. About, like, about a week during
3: 2012. Remember when we did finish the podcast so I could go eat some food?
0: Mm-hmm. yeah. Do you remember who has the most points since what? 2010? Is it him or who is it? Oh,
4: yeah. All
3: right. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Other other than that, guys, uh, (laughs) stay dusty.